No, um... Oh, man, dude. Thundercats. Um, actually, if you look at episode 17 of Avatar, when he's bending iron, you'd clearly understand, if you weren't such a plebeian, about how these elemental powers work, you absolute fool. Uh, if you watch episode 357 of One Piece uh, backwards, you'll understand... How the elemental powers really work when you're made out of something. Oh. Thank, thanks for getting me out of the basement. You good? You got that one out of your system? Yeah. yeah. Really, really glad to be in civilization again. Welcome back to the land of living, my friend. Welcome back to the Super Hypotheticals podcast, where we're talking about if you're made of stuff like <laughs> lightning or and toilet fire paper and toilet Troll. paper and water and uh, coffee grinds. It's <laughs> the only element. I that am matters. coffee grinds, man. I smell nice. Superheroes have taken the world by storm. Things aren't looking too hunky dory. Is Betsy from the corner reading your mind? Is Tommy using his powers of invisibility to peep on your daughter? Tune in as these events unfold and we uncover more of these super hypotheticals. All right, so we'll get started. Um, like we were talking about in that dumbass intro, that <laughs> we seem to be making a thing for no reason because uh, we can. Because we can. Uh, we are talking about elements today. So uh, the elemental powers that we're talking about specifically are referring to um, like Asian legends of uh, fire, water, earth, air elements right not periodic table elements and we're not well aware of the surprise yeah we're well aware that that's not because yeah, i remember weird. the chinese myth about being made of surprises yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> well, many people are made yeah. by surprise so that's oh true. geez the bastard podcast that's a different that's a different episode different episode yeah that's in season two <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I also blame Blake, but I'm sorry on his behalf. So. I, I want, I want to make a reference to like a deeper philosophical concept called like incidents versus accidents, and I want to make that joke, <laughs> but I don't. I don't have the composure to do it. I don't have the composure to do it, so I'm not going to. But we have a couple of questions to get through today. Um, I have Brandon with me today, who was first on the episode with us on episode three so he's back again uh i have blake with me as always who's been around since episode one and uh we do not have josh today but that's okay he's got other stuff going on he doesn't like us um <laughs> so the way that this one's going to be set up is kind of a little bit different than the other ones so with the other ones we started with a question and then we kind of broke it down from there and went off in, into separate tracks with this one i have um you know a couple of questions about fire uh, water and uh, earth, as well as we're going to deal a little bit with electricity. I do have an electrical question. Um, so uh, I'm just going to go through the fire questions first, then the water, then the metal, and then the uh, electricity, and we're going to go through it like that. And the questions are not going to be related pretty much at all in those separate categories. Uh, so starting with fire, right? And I'll start with Blake and go to Brandon and then the other way around for the next question. Um, if I could control fire, um, and this is kind of like a, a two-part question, 
would I never be able to overheat and would I be more susceptible to the cold? Right? Because the thinking here is that if I can have fire in the palm of my hands, I would burn myself, right? As a natural human being. But with these people, they would obviously have insulated skin. But what if it's something that they don't control, right? Like they try to pick up a cookie sheet out of the oven. Obviously, they don't control that that's heat source. And because they don't control that heat source, does it burn them? Or do they just does their body naturally adapt to that kind of stuff? And then on the on the sidetrack of that is if they can just adapt to any heat source, would that mean that they're more susceptible to cold things, right? Like if it's 70, are they going to be freezing kind of situation? Mm-hmm. So I'll start with Blake. Like, okay. Because um, I guess that's where the distinction comes in. It's either manipulation of the elements or they're made of that element. Like, mm-hmm. could either be some Avatar of the Last Airbender thing. He's throwing around the fire. Is he burning himself? Um, Which Zuko, if we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, Zuko gets burned by his dad. Yeah, but I mean, but that's the thing, is the person manipulating it going to be burning themselves? Like, Zuko's dad, would he have burned himself then, Um, even if it wasn't his intention? Versus something like the Human Torch or Ace from One Piece that, like, they're made of the fire. They're just, they are fire. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh... They definitely don't burn themselves because just that's what they are. Um, and I think the weird so thing is it varies too. based on either are they manipulating it or are they made of it. So in Avatar: Last Airbender, they're manipulating it definitely, right? Yeah. But they're yeah. also creating it out of themselves. So they're not manipulating something that's already there, right? Like whenever you levitate oh, okay. something, because they're right? yeah they're kind of using the heat or whatever. It's around them, right? Yeah, because it, that's going more on the Chinese mythos thing of, okay, these are the four elements and that, like, we all have that within us. This, we got iron in our blood. We got we got water. We got, I mean, we got heat. For them, it's um, the chi in their body, right? Yeah, the, okay. So, yeah, so that's it. Okay, so then if it's from their chi, because um, that's the thing, is no matter what, it's someone who's going to be able to manipulate it. But if they're only manipulating it and they're not made of it, I'd say they're still fine because of the fact that, yeah, they're pulling it from the chi from their body. That's they're moving around their own chi um, and it's not uh, and it's not going to affect them because they're just they're just transmuting it into some other element instead of chi. Yeah. So I think they're unaffected. And then especially if they're also made of that element, if that's like because that could be. That's just a whole different level of that power. Yep. Okay. And then on the second question, right, so you brought up the Human Torch from Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, if we watch the movie with Chris Evans that nobody likes, um, <laughs> when she when he gets his power, she takes his temperature, and there's the whole joke of, like, oh, you're really hot. Yeah. And that, that's the stupid, corny joke. But he's his temperature is physically, like, off the charts, right? Well, because he's made of fire. Exactly. And then he goes skiing. Yeah. So when he goes skiing, right, and when we're, whenever we're talking about temperature, temperature is all just perception, right? I, yeah. I, it is cold in here because I am warmer than the air around me, and therefore I perceive cold, right? Yeah, or, you're gonna have a physical versa. temperature that can be measured by a thermometer. I know, I know, but it, but your perception of temperature of what is hot and what is cold, right? Like if we talk to Jack Gibson mm-hmm. about what is hot and what is cold, 
because of where he lives, his veins are shrunk into his skin, right? Which is a natural mm. adaptation that humans yeah. have, right? If you live in colder weather, your veins sink d- deeper into your skin to preserve kind heat. of like preserve heat. Um, so if we talk to him about what's cold, he's going to give me a dip- different temperature of what he thinks cold is, right? Because it's yeah. in relation to his body and his circumstances. So if we're talking about the same thing here with, uh, what's his name? Johnny, right? The human mm-hmm. torch. Yeah. If his t- if his body temperature is two hundred degrees, and he steps outside and it's seventy, right? He's going to perceive that as cold, right? So wouldn't he go into hypothermia? I guess is the question. Yeah, I think they'd have a different perception at that point because it's what they're made of. Um, so I know, being the anime guy who always wants to interject <laughs> with anime stuff, um, but I was kind of th- that's why I brought up. There's a character named Ace uh, who he's made of fire, and so. Ace and Johnny, the Human Torch, they're both this like, oh, it's the eye candy and they're not wearing a shirt, but that's because, yeah, they're made of fire. And then it's like in situations where they are in a colder environment, every scene I've seen with these characters, then, yeah, they're like a lot more susceptible to the cold because of that. Or they got another guy, Admiral Aokiji in One Piece, that he's made of ice, but it's like cold doesn't bother him, um, but he'll be a lot more susceptible to heat and that. You see that all the time. They kind of turn that into a characteristic Frosty because snowman. it just kind of mm-hmm. makes sense. Well, all right, Frosty Snowman's made of snow, <laughs> yeah. but that, but that's the thing. It's yeah. like it could be as simple as that, but it makes sense if they're made of that. They're going to be affected differently. Yeah, their temperature is going to be affected differently. Mm-hmm. A fire is not going to be as sustained out in the snow as it will just start a bonfire in the desert or something. Which I, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't even think about the, the adverse side of this where we have people with ice powers who might yeah. be more susceptible to heat. And that does make a lot more sense, right? Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking on the side of the fire powers, but on the side of the ice powers, it definitely makes a little bit more sense, too. Yeah. So I got a, a yes, yes from you. The yes, you would be yeah, kind of be. fire retardant in all senses. Yeah, you'd be affected based on what your element is, which is kind of why I brought up the fire guy and the ice guy. Okay. Which they got the like an X Men as well. The, yeah. The fire and ice twins. Are they twins? I thought they were just buddies. They? In the movies, well, they, they have definitely multiple sets. But they have multiple they're... sets all throughout the yeah. Bob, Bobby and Bobby's the ice one. I can't remember the fire one. Yeah. Oh. Well, they have the woman that's an ice chick too. I mean, technically, storm. If you think about it, with like the lightning thing, which is a separate one. But I know they yeah, like that's more just fire manipulation and, uh, rather than being made of the element. Yeah. Um. So then what's your take on it? Well, and so that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, because to answer that first question, it really does come down to whether they're, like you said, like whether they're made of that element or they just have the ability to control said element. Obviously, I think if they're made of that element, then yeah, they definitely 100% are going to be less susceptible to that element. I mean, um, yeah, if you're made of fire, then fire's not going to damage you because it's just an excess of whatever you're already made of um if they're only manipulating it this is where it kind of breaks down into something a little more i would actually err on the side of no i would say that if they're just manipulating it, they're actually not retarding to it because if they're just controlling the fire you have like even in real life you have different kinds of fires you have chemical fires you have gaseous fires you have um radioactive fires you have plasma fires like even our general normal little like fire extinguishers, they have three separate categories for them, A, B, C. And so even to that extent, like just because I'm able to manipulate the element 
doesn't necessarily mean I'd be less susceptible to all forms of it is the way that I would see it. Which, um, if we if we talked about the various kinds of fire mm-hmm. um, and the creation, the base of their creation, yeah. right? If we talk again about like chi base fire, which is what is depicted in yeah. a lot of senses, that would be different than plasma based exactly. fire, exactly, or right? just a normal gas fire that you have on your stove or something. I mean, it's still going to be a plasma even once it's chi transformed into fire. Well, I guess it de- like it kind of depends though, right? Because like ultimately, like that that comes down to the user of. Because chi is just energy. It's just energy. It's right. some spiritual energy kind of deal. Yeah, but fire, any plasma is still going to be made of some energy. Well, yeah. fire, well, I mean, everything is like all. Everything's energy. Yeah, like if you're going to go deep enough, all it is is just an electron jumping up. That's really all it is. Yeah. It just gains a level and then loses a level. That's all heat is. Yeah. But So if we break it down to that yeah. form, then. Well, so then I would say, I would still say that they don't become like. I would say they could still be damaged by it because they're not controlling heat. They're st- I would still say they'd be susceptible to heat or overheating something. Um, I guess they just are able to manipulate the fire. Yeah, like because that's like okay, Superman. Oh, yeah. Superman is obviously resistant to everything. He went and flew into a sun, and he's able to resist that. It has nothing to do with his abilities. He just happened to be able to resist that. Mm-hmm. So separate from somebody's ability to control fire, doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to have like pros or cons purely based around fire is the way that I would see it. Right. Um, and so, yes, like if I can manipulate fire, it doesn't mean that I'm less susceptible to that heat the way I would consider it. Mm. Like, cause even like avatar is the one I think obviously most people would use for this. Like you said yourself, Zuko was punched by his dad, burned his eye, blah, blah, like the whole Zuko story. It's all sad, boohoo, but he still got damaged by it because he wasn't less susceptible to it. He just had the ability to manipulate it. I mean, and if you think about it as like a, in a simple version, um, in the Avatar world, they used all of their powers as tools. They were professions. You had the airbenders, earthbenders, etc., and they used them for tasks. It was utility. We have those currently. We have tools all the time that we use. If I use a knife, I have the ability to manipulate said knife, to utilize said knife. It does not make me any less susceptible to getting cut, is the way I see it. Uh, yeah, just from that perspective. Sense, yeah. And that's really it. Um, now, obviously, yeah, if I'm made of knives, I don't think another knife coming at me is going to, like, damage me too much. Hopefully. You could block you it know. more, or you might not get as hurt. But yeah. That's, like a yeah diamond, that's a good point. A, does a diamond cut a diamond, though? Exactly. Right? Well, yeah. So Which if I'm... It does. Yeah. Uh, it, so you could still potentially, if you're made of something, get cut by the same... True. Well, or actually, if you think about it very literally, if we go really literal with it, uh, you can technically fight fire with fire. They just smoke each other out. That's true, too. So technically fire, like the fire itself isn't damaging the other fire, but... No, it, it's essentially like either essentially. smoking it out mm-hmm. or you you burn one fire in one direction and yeah. the other in the other direction. Probably when they get yeah. in the middle. This is all making you, sense now. Then it just burns itself out. Or yeah. There's no nothing left to burn, so it just goes out. Yeah. Exactly. Like you just, you either take its food source or you basically suffocate. Um, but both can be done with fire. And so for me, to answer just the first question simply, I would say um, no, that it doesn't give them some defense mechanism naturally against it. Not to say that you couldn't have that, but I wouldn't say just having that power gives you some retardation against fire itself. 
Okay. Um, so you say you say it, it would be would you say it would be more likely if you developed a fire based power to also develop, but it's not necessarily yes. like a hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah, like it, I'm not saying it's like a complete package deal, but you use the word um, adaption, adaptive earlier, which I think is a key part of this. Like we live in Vegas, we have the ability to control fire because it's 120 like every freaking day. Like summer comes around and it's 120 and it gets to a point in summer. And I talk to other people about it, like it hits anything in the 90s is actually nice. And I tell people that and they think I've lost my mind. Yeah. And so you're going to adapt. Like if you're like, because if I had firepowers, I'm just in that crap every day, all the time. Just for even for simple stuff, cooking my meals. Um, for the follow up question as well, like would I be less susceptible to cold? Probably because just in my normal day to day routine, just being and having this power and ability, I'm going to be using it more. And so things are going to be probably pretty hot around me like they already are i'm just kidding mm. no no but um, that is true yeah. though because like whenever we see like it's normally only like first edition stuff whenever they first get that power right um you know if, if, if it's a nice power if it's fire yeah. power the air around them is physically hotter because they have less control they have less control exactly okay. and so they might like just start to develop that resistance to heat yeah. just because they're not able to contain it within themselves. And so every room they go into is going to be hotter exactly, or colder if it's an ice power because they're Because they probably give off more body heat in the case of a fire person or maybe the ice guy walks in and then the mm -hmm. room is colder. Yeah. And that's yeah. just something or they subconsciously do Yeah, because that's just what they are. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even if we're talking about them being more susceptible to the cold their body naturally reacting by, well, let's heat this up then, right? Because your body does True. naturally oh, yeah. have those mechanisms. Yeah, they just happen to do so more because they're made of fire in that case. So, so maybe just a they, higher natural body temperature. So maybe they wouldn't be more susceptible to the cold because their body would automatically adjust the temperature yeah. around them to yeah. to be aware of that or, or whatever, right? That would make well, sense. Maybe eventually, me. but I'd say like... I, you see it a lot in fiction, though, is when someone is, like, made of that element that, um, or that's their main thing, is that element. Um, they, they always show them as, like, they're susceptible to cold. It's sort of, I, I mean, not a running gag, but kind of like that in yeah. a way. So they might be initially. I mean, maybe eventually they've gotten so, like, zoned in on their powers that, yeah, they'll just adjust they just that internal thermostat. Well, it, I feel like it would be the opposite, right? Because yeah. when we watched Fantastic Four, not saying that that's canonically accurate, but mm -hmm. we watched Fantastic Four. He was in the cold skiing down the mountain, and then as he's skiing down the mountain, he lights on fire to the point where all of his clothes burn off, and he's yeah. sitting in that. This well, that was, he just no, he had just gotten the powers. He exactly. Able to control it. Exactly. exactly. That's but what that, I'm saying. And there was because he opposite. can't control it. Yeah. And so so he his body heated instead of just regulating. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I would like I. I would Which say I could honestly, see. In, in if you if you look at it, like realistically, um, there's always going to be if I were if we were to just go to a cold place now, I would put on a jacket. And so in the same way, there probably has to be some kind of like superpower jacket for the cold or the hot or for that dichotomy of like whatever the opposite. I mean, if we just is. if we even simplify it down further than that, our body has a natural method of True. cooling yeah. down, yeah. which is You're sweating. Nervous. Yeah, and so True. if we have this natural True. heat source inside of us, that's just another natural body temperature. So maybe you're just really sweaty then. Yeah, like you're just yeah, it would be gross, but like that's a genuine thing that could happen. Is maybe your body would. Just, yeah, maybe you'd be really sweaty. So you could control fire, but you'd always be sweaty. Or maybe you could develop some new form of autonomous 
right yeah actually yeah so yeah it, just like we have a, a natural cooling method huh. these guys have a natural heating method and then it's something that they don't control maybe at like the that would be kind of cool to, to explore is as they get better at controlling it they have less of those and so they become more susceptible to cold and they're like why is this happening well maybe because they're noticing it again yeah they've got just like, used to their powers just like we talked about scorpions right yeah the most young. deadly scorpions mm -hmm. are the young ones because they don't know how to control the venom that they're yeah. releasing well, they also literally have more poison in them yeah but they they also don't know how to control the yeah. output though too that's true so yeah so they can end up poisoning someone and killing mm -hmm. them yeah okay okay all right. Well, it sounds like we're we're good on that question. Uh, that's a then kind of maybe it'd be more of a no, and then a, yeah, question mark on the maybe on the second one, I guess. Okay. So we have a yes, yes, and a no maybe. Well, and then I'm I'm thinking now like well on the circumstances, <laughs> like most of the time yes, but because then I remembered yeah. like oh the fire guy in One Piece fights the magma guy and he gets burned by the magma guy because that's well, way hotter. Well there's always going to be a hotter yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah. So like if it's something ludicrous like that or as compared to like a normal, normal conditions not so much. Yeah. But battle of fire versus fire or whatever elemental thing like Pokemon mm -hmm. elemental clash then no, yeah, there's going to be some effect. Do. Which Pokemon sometimes incorporates that, right? Like Vaporeon and other water types can't be damaged by water type. Well, they Pokemon. get affected by electricity. No, we're not going like, down that road again. Yeah, we're, we're, we've done the <laughs> yes, we've done yes. the funny intro. So yeah, yeah now the, it's like it, just hearing the word like, that was the last conversation we had about it. So, but no, no, that's true though. Well, they do that. I mean, it's literally just a big game of rock paper scissors. Is effectively even what the whole like earth, wind, fire, air is, anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just what what affects what elementally? Yeah, and that's all the Pokemon move sets are based on. Yeah, okay. especially so fairy the next, which is the only element that so, matters. That one doesn't exist. <laughs> so <laughs> the next question, I'll start with Brandon. I'll go to Blake this time. Is um, if we're talking about fire as a source of energy, right? And mm -hmm. we talked about how there's a lot of different sources of energy, right? But fire and light energy are directly connected to one another, right? Fire mm -hmm. gives off a lot of light energy, light energy heated up to an expansive level can create fire. So they are directly connected. Yes. As, yes. Right? So when we're talking about fire being that kind of energy, right? If I had the ability to control fire, would I be able to, say, turn invisible by creating this colored mirage in front of me that matches whatever the background is behind me and kind of doing it like that? If that makes sense. No, it does. It does entirely. So so when I think of that, this is the example that I think of is if anybody who's ever been on a long road trip, there's been times where you're driving through and the sun's real hot and the road looks like it's like curving up, kind of. I, I don't know if you guys have, are familiar with that, maybe? I see water on the road. Or, okay, or that. It's the same thing. So those mirages is because of the way the light refracts. Um, it's kind of like, you know how they talk about refraction with water? When it passes through, it makes it look weird. Mm -hmm. The air heats up so much, the light refracts and it starts to curve up. And that's why the water comes up. That's why the road starts to look like it's curving up. Um, and so in a show, there's a TV show called The Magicians, which is amazing and dibs on half the cast. But uh, one of their schools of magic is the ability to manipulate light. And that's actually like one of the main protagonist's ability. That's what she can do. And then same thing. She... There's a point where she makes everybody invisible, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
I personally, for the sakes of the, the Elemental podcast, I would say this it's different because, like, yeah, we've all, you could take a magnifying glass, point it at something to start a fire. Um, you can do those things, but I would see them as separate because fire in and of itself, I would say they're separate. I would say no, that, that they're two separate mechanisms to control two separate powers um light being its own thing and then fire again depending on the kind of fire um would just be a completely separate thing yeah okay i disagree i believe that (laughs) yeah i don't know because i mean we've seen a lot of instances of like people who can use fire not actually just using fire but Mm -hmm. just creating general heat Right, and if we're talking scientifically about the way that light reflects off of heated up yeah. air, like you were, which I think was a really good example, but I, I again, like I've said in previous episodes, I don't get a vote because oh, so okay, I'm so biased like, as hell because I created the questions. Well, no, that like I guess that actually does make sense. So if it doesn't have to be fire, but I can just control the heat of the air around me as well. Okay, then then yeah, then I guess I would say you're not controlling the light because you're not bending the. You, yourself, I would say, did not have the power to bend the light, but you're heating up the air to bend it. So, so maybe forming a mirage around yourself to make it look like, yeah, like that water. Yeah, I could but, see that. But not necessarily like, I'm going to back against the wall and be like a chameleon. Yeah, because this is the difference for me is I see it more of, okay, I'm using my power of heat to heat up the air around me, but my power isn't directly to be able to curb the light if that makes sense gotcha. around me because that, that to me would be different because if I could just control where the light reflects and then just have it pass around me that's a different thing than heating up the molecules around me I would say gotcha and so so yes you can do it I still think that light and heat would be separate though okay yeah Blake I'm trying to better understand it sorry so it, so I'm asking because light and heat energy are directly connected. Yeah, it's kind of the that. same form of energy. Mm-hmm. Could I like stand against the wall and just turn the same color as the wall by maybe making a thin layer of flames over me that... No, you, like if your only power is that heat, that's not like, that's not what it's going to take. That's a totally different power or yeah, a mirage, but... There has to be the right water in the air. Like, you could test it in a more humid climate. Um, Swamp, maybe. maybe. But you have to, yeah, because this has just been the perfect opportunity for me to ramble about One Piece, where the navigator um, has a weapon that does some weather manipulation stuff, um, and she does, like, make this mirage at one point to, like, um, be able to fight an enemy um, that uh, it does require like okay well I gotta put water into it and now heat and then that's mm. what can allow for a mirage you can't just like be standing against the wall I'm on fire you can't see me like yeah my my thinking behind it was there are several different colors that flames can be mm-hmm. right and I'd it, say it if it you were if you had the light powers if you're made of light then you can make light refractions and yeah, and you can kind of manipulate light in that way. But 
So in that sense, if I had light powers, could I also have fire powers? Would it go if it doesn't go fire to light? Can I go? You'd light have to, to fire? be able to. I'd say it's just you can use light in a concentrated way yeah. to start a fire. I would say that as well. Yeah. Okay. But you get one element or another, or you or all right. I, I don't. You just tired of me being anime weeaboo, but or you can be Blackbeard the pirate who likes just stealing people's powers and which is a, such a that's such a, a dick move. Power. It's a, well, because now he's got like two of the strongest powers in the friggin' thing, and it's like I get it. Blackbeard's supposed to be <laughs> final boss, big boy, but that's dumb. Yes, yeah. or it's unfair. Like rogue. Yeah, yeah, it's unfair. So it's like, no, if you're going to be elemental, like, okay, you're a light guy. You can do light refractions and all that one. Um, and you could start a fire, true. But the well, same way that lightning guy strikes a tree and starts a fire. Like, l- Let me ask this. Does having the ability to control fire also mean that you have the ability to control, like, heat in and of itself? Because if so, then yeah, you could yeah. probably manipulate light. I'd say that's reasonable. I, yeah. I would say that's reasonable too. I because I but again, that's just because that's what I've seen, right? So I've seen yeah. instances of people like cooking on things on their hands or heating up the drink that they're that they're drinking or or whatever without actually having to create well, fire. They so, just increase yeah. the temperature that's, around. So them. like this, for example. So like, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna I'll reference that. So Katara, she has to have water readily available, right? Yeah. If can I just like start a flame and then move said flame or am I able to like provide flame within my hand like that's where I think it would change because if you're just the ability to manipulate a flame that's already present or something that's like there like that power like the waterbenders or the earthbenders have to have it present then definitely not but if you're able to create it and provide it from your own substance then Possibly, but I would still think they're kind of separate. But I, I think it would give you the ability to do those, like like the invisibility thing, just not directly. You would have to create like a mirage or something. But okay, yeah. And here's the last fire question, which is actually going to transition us into water. Is obviously, I'm aware that a person that controls only fire cannot control water. However. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about um, kind of controlling your powers and controlling the air around you and heating them up, mm-hmm. could you also then cool them down, right? So say you have a lake in front of you and you have fire powers, could you cool down the temperature and kind of take in all of the heat energy into yourself to drop the temperature and kind of freeze the freeze the lake over, do something of that effect? If you're good enough. If you're good enough. We, so this is like fires retracting, right? So Because we've seen instances of, of people with fire powers being able to control fire that Absorbing they didn't Absorbing the heat. Absorbing um, it or I'd say like you got to like be – you're pretty like master level at that point. Um, yeah, because if you're going to go from initially your body catches fire to adjust temperature like amateur level, then that's – and of literally absorbing the heat out of something the same way that like uh, if someone is master of the air then like their mastery level would be like manipulating the oxygen in someone's body something crazy like that like I've seen um, fictional character who is manipulating metal kind of like Magneto but um, he's like literally turning the iron in someone's blood into razor blades um, 
And so it's like you gotta be really Which good. Magneto's not done exactly that, but been able to take the iron out of people's blood. No, exactly. Yeah. It's like Well it, then that's a like, common trope. But that's you gotta be like, really good at that yeah. point to be able to control it on that level. His thing is more he's magnetic. This was a guy who's like controls metals and so yeah. um and so that's where it's just literally turning the most molecular level iron into and bringing it together into oh now there's razor blades in you and you're mm. spitting up razor blades that's freaky but it's like he's really good at his powers so it's like okay you're absorbing heat out of a water source or whatever it is like i'd say maybe but uh, they gotta train for a while okay what i would just say yeah because well because that's that's directly that's a question based directly off of what i just asked in regards to can they control the fire or the heat itself um, and then going back to the Eastern philosophies as well, which is kind of what like originally started it uh, with the chi, and I mean you even see it in um, in Avatar with the lightning. It's a redirection, and so maybe they're not just eliminating the heat that's present in the object, but if they have the ability to absorb the heat or redirect it, then yeah, definitely hundred percent. Okay. Um, I wouldn't even say that it would actually be a master level thing. It'd probably just be that would probably be one of the first things that they would actually learn is like, okay, how do I get either my chi energy in my body and redirect that outside of my body, or how do I take the chi or the energy around me or and redirect that into my body? But I think it would effectively be the same thing. Okay. So then let's go ahead and transition over to water. So, so totally separate questions. Right? Um so our, our first question with Water is actually fairly long because it's several parts. Mm -hmm. um, so my question is, if you could turn into water, so now we're not just talking about create or manipulation of water. We're talking about turning into water, mm -hmm. right? Like Vaporeon does in Pokemon. Um, could you theoretically add water to yourself to heal, right? Like let's say you have a cut. Mm -hmm. Can I pour water over my cut? and then kind of like adapt that water into my body and heal, or even enter a body of water and adapt all of that into myself to grow, right? Or on yeah. the same token, if I can turn into water and I separate water out from myself, could I use it to shrink? Or if like you poured me into the contents of a glass and then you poured like part of me out and then I came back too, would I be like missing my leg? I'm gonna go with the yes because of Pickle Rick Stapling, oh my God. stapling pickle slices to himself to heal to his heal. wounds. Because I was going to say no, but now, now I have to say yes. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm going to say no because I, I hate that. I can't fight that logic. You know, when you're right, you're because right. Because he's made so. of pickles. <laughs> Use pickles to heal himself. What better than a 400 IQ show to I quote? You know, I hate that episode so, so much. It's such garbage, but I had to say it. So for the first part of adding water to heal, you're going to say yes. <laughs> pickle plus pickle equals... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess because you're made of it. I'd say it's got to be pure water. Like maybe you're so good at your elemental thing, you can like purify the water, um, or you can push out just the same way a, a water softener is gonna take out the mineral aspect of the hard water we have here in Nevada. That um, yeah, you're pushing out the impurities from it, and then you can kind of use that as your healing source. So yeah, that. that but then, does it hurt you if you lose Take some water? 
Um, or even get dehydrated, right? If you're sitting out in the sun too long, what happens? I guess so, yeah. Like SpongeBob drying up or something. <laughs> Both of your examples, <laughs> I want to cut from the episode entirely, but I won't. You can just I don't need turn it. to water I don't need it. disappear. I don't need it. I need it. All right, I'm going to go to Brandon. Oh, my gosh. That's reasonable. Yeah, well, so the the, ob- the obvious follow-up question would be, what would happen if we had a pickle SpongeBob? That's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing. That's the only way to move forward with this question, honestly. Um, no, so uh, actually, no. No, I, I think I would say as far as gaining water, I'm going to start with losing water first to answer the question just because okay. I think... I would say no, because if I lose some skin right now, like I'm already made of flesh. If I lose some flesh now, I don't have control over that flesh. It's gone now. It's no longer a piece of me. And so I would say if I turn into a liquid and then some of that liquid was lost or poured out, I would assume that when I re-solidify or reform myself, like my leg's gone or something. Okay. Um, so be... let me ask, this is a follow-up question mm-hmm. to that then. Let's say... Uh, obviously, if I just turned into water right now, mm-hmm. I'd probably be a couple of gallons, right? Yeah. But let's say I was like five cups. Okay, right? five cups. And I had evenly distributed five cups of water, which was me mm-hmm. on the on the table, right? I turn into water, and then somebody pours me into five equal glasses. Yeah. What happens when I try to turn back? Um, that I well, so that that comes down to how the like how the power would be how you have control over that power because if you have like control over what parts are able to be split or something or like does each because because this is this is that question then of does each piece of that liquid have full thinking capacity the same as they do all together would be like yeah i like that that would that would have to be that that would have to like i don't even know how to word that um which part, which part, if you divide evenly into five glasses, yeah. which part has the sentience of you? Yeah, because if they, if all five of them do, well then yeah, you just pour them all, like you could tip all over all the cups equally, and then you just reform, you know? Yeah, no, no, I know, um, I, I agree with you on that part, if I combine, recombine myself, yeah, but I'm saying if they're still separate. If they stayed separate, and then it, they reformed individually? And I tried to reform, what would happen? So I would say that depends on the power. I like in realistically, I would assume the pieces that are reformed would probably reform back into whatever pieces created those cups of water. Would what would make sense in a So I'd have like my leg world? in one cup and then my head yeah, in another. That's what would make sense. And I would be dead. Most likely, I would assume so. But given the ability to turn into water, like you probably would be affected the same way, um, because, because then, yeah, I don't know. There's so many th- questions that go into that. Honestly, that would be really hard for me to answer directly. Because I feel like the um, life in, in and of itself would work differently, right? Like kind of yeah, like kind of yeah. obviously this is a different power, but Gara's from Naruto, his sand ability yeah. that he has, right, where he can create different body parts with the sand, like the eye. Yeah. Well, and so that's what. So here's the thing is on the flip side of that, yeah, as like far really as gaining good. mass, I do think like that really you would be able to heal them. He is. Like, see, that's like complete control though. But that's, yeah. so that's the thing is I do think on the flip side of that, I think 
it would be more benefit because you would be able to heal from water. Because in the same way, there's people like, um, like going back to the fire thing, like burn victims, they'll take pieces of flesh from other parts of their body and then reapply them to the burn locations. And then it does heal over. And so if you're... Yeah, you're, maybe they could like move some of the water. Yeah. Or and if then you, do you add just water. have like maybe you're like suddenly really skinny mm-hmm. until you get more water. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about uh, chaos from Sonic the Hedgehog. He's like made of water. And it just well, yeah, because it's yeah. the same thing. Is that he'll repurpose True. body parts. He'll repurpose water to heal himself. So Which you gotta, like, so that that would make more sense. Like if you actually had that power, I think I think realistically, I I see it more as like the separate body parts thing. Yeah. But I think if in a fictional world, like if that power were to actually exist, it probably would play out more along the lines of like just a smaller use, like five smaller use would pop out of the cups would probably be. So I can create sense. clones then. Effectively. But then it would but go into smaller, which would be smaller until I got more water. Well, True. yeah. And then the right. smaller they get, they become like just more simplistic because that's always like the clone rule yeah. thing with someone elemental. I was thinking anime boy again and it just depends on how your parasite he's got the parasite in him and it starts splitting but the more it splits it becomes well, just stupid and simple actually it's not even so much that that depends on this because because if you're able to clone or do that that means that you are able to control other bodies of water aside from just yourself that or you're able to absorb bodies of water yeah into i'd say it wouldn't be like on a level of sentience at that point but maybe if you're manipulating other water and then it suddenly looks like you um then it's just sort of like it's just water it's not smart but you can that makes like a golem or like yeah it's just a golem yeah it's some simple-minded so then if you want to do that and then you jump into the ocean do you like can you like cause like little tsunami on the other side like do you have full sentience if you're that good, if you're Aquaman so. good with water, then yeah. <clears throat> then yeah, maybe you're causing a tsunami. Um, but yet again, I just always see it as like it gets to the point where how much have you trained that power? That's fair. Um, I think yeah, that, that yeah, because it's like okay. the limitation has to be there. Just logically in fiction and reality yeah. there's got to be the limitation of like some strain it's not just or, oh now i've got i'm made of water now yeah. it's okay. like yeah. you're just drooping around you're not aquaman yet like yeah you're okay not to that point or just some crazy elemental stuff yeah so then i'm yeah okay so then yeah that i, I do agree with that that would just that comes down to the amount of training that they've had then actually my idea of clones whenever i've seen them is that the more clones you make, the weaker it it is, right? Yeah. Which would be true. Yeah. No, in, exactly. In this case as well, well because, because you only have so much smaller. energy to transfer into it, so they either become smaller or simpler in some way that they really can only have one objective you assign to it. Like doodlebot. <laughs> sure. I still, I see, I still think that the clones would have complete sentience. They oh, would just no. be weaker versions of themselves, right? Like, no. I think my my thinking is like Danny Phantom clones. Right when he makes clones of himself, that come out of they come out of him. They, like the, he splits. Him, yeah. But the more that he makes, right, they look the same, but the power levels are are less. But that's where I figure it becomes also simpler. Like there's never yeah. going to be a total sentience clone. Any Naruto shadow clone jutsu. It's Actually, like they, which, they're not all. They're all of the same no, mind. 
We should well, talk and do do a clones episode. That'd be really cool. I have I do have a couple of clone questions, but I didn't have enough to. Make well, well, that's oh. for something else, though. We'll focus on that. Well, but, but even for this one, it still makes sense because actually, if you think about it, all it comes down to is how much has that person practiced with water enough? Like, how much water can they control? Because maybe they don't lose sentience on the other one. If I'm able to control that much water to have them fully do whatever they're doing. Maybe so. Or um, depending on how the clone ability works, maybe they all share sentience. And so there's one that... It, like a hive mind kind of do? Yeah. Okay. Where one's still kind of doing the thing, yeah. but they're projecting it out. That's probably how I would see it more, is you probably have... But I feel like you would then be taking in all of... Which, again, we just go back to the clones. We'll talk about that when we get the clones. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah, that... that yeah, because like if it's an elemental clone, that's one thing. So, yeah. What yeah. Is, is there another question? Yes, there is. Um, all right, so then the last water question that we have is... Um, so we talked about splitting splitting up and consciousness and clones and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So we'll talk about clones later. But if I if somebody drank me, right, like everything... <laughs> You're a tall glass of water, my friend. <laughs> if, every, if my entire body could be, let's say, put into like a, a cup. I haven't had any Mountain Dew in months. Okay, so yeah. you just taste bad. So now it's just, now it's just Sprite and sweat. Can you drink pineapple juice before I drink you? That's my question. Oh, I don't know how much of this is gonna get cut. <laughs> yeah. So, if I'm talking about if somebody drinks me, if the contents of me can be put into a cup and somebody drinks me, mm-hmm. and then I try to turn back after they've drank me. What happens? You, they, ex- they explode. <laughs> it's Ant Man going up Thanos's ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, because well, literally, in, in the same way that you were put into a container, which was the cup, because all liquids do is just fill the container in. Yeah. The human body would just be a different container. You're gonna expand and kill that person. And though, but yeah. my point is, the water will eventually be incorporated fully into that mm-hmm. person's body. So it'll be spread out, like, right, if you're... So you're going to kill them even more painfully. Yeah. You could kill them more painfully, or the other hypothetical their bladder. is that you merge with them. No. Because you're so integrated into their body, which you, you say no on. Well, that's it. Like, you... I'd say you can start manipulating their body if you're mm-hmm. so good at like controlling all your water molecules that you are at that point but you'd also be put through the ringer going through someone's body but let's say you're so good yeah you can manipulate someone's body you're moving them around because now you're like in their bloodstream and whatnot um but you'll have to be passed out eventually. Like yeah. you'll have to you have to be peed out eventually, man. Yeah, you'll um, be excreted or sweat. At the best, you're manipulating them. You don't become part. You become part of them, and that you're in them, and you you're might be inside able to control them. them. <laughs> um, For better or worse. But <laughs> worse, yeah. nonetheless, be... if you're just suddenly going back to normal, they will die. <laughs> so you're yeah. so you're saying as long as I don't merge, or as long as I don't. Change back into human. I could hypothetically control their control their body. Yeah, move their oh, limbs around. I would agree with them. Yeah, okay. move their limbs around and whatnot. 
then yeah, sure. That would be a cool concept. Well, I think I've said this on the show before. My mm-hmm. ultimate goal with this or like one of the best things that could happen. Mm-hmm. I don't even like I would want credit, obviously. I don't need yeah. monetary compensation. But if somebody used the ideas put, that we were talking about your name down. Right. Like yeah. if one day I saw like a villain that can turn themselves into That'd water be really cool. and then they absorb it's it to like probably been done before. I've read more comics than you guys and this shit is <laughs> not Dude, there's like it's a so Mr. T has a comic book. Like that it's That's probably awesome. been done before. So well, the question well, we might get credited would be how much of you would they have to drink in order for you to be able to control them? Oh, no, because like so, like if I just poured my hand into a cup and then they drink that, would I be able to control my hand like within them? Like, does that make sense, or is that now a separate them from the inside? Like, would I have to re-add liquid to myself to reform my hand, or can I control my hand from like within them? Would be my question. I guess. If you so, like, that. you're you're talking about you pour your hand into a glass, yeah. and you're walking around without a There's hand. No hand. Yeah. But then somebody drinks that. Can I control my hand from within them, or is that just not part of my body anymore? And yeah, I have to, like, but reapply you can't water see. to heal. You can just feel around. So they would have to. Okay, so I could feel up in there, but like, I'm not. Well, we talked That's earlier about really how when you break up yourself, true. Yeah. True. Okay. you just form many versions of yourself. So, so theoretically, so yes. you could cut off so your hand. You could actually technically control multiple people then, technically, if you, if you yeah. were able to divide yourself effectively. Yeah. The only ones, though, where I'd say the only ones where your eyeballs are is where you're going to actually be able to see, though, is we'll restrict it to that because otherwise you got your foot and one guy just feeling around with your foot. Get your hand in another person, okay. you're only feeling around with your hand. Um, yeah, like I think you're going to be limited to what the senses are for that. Well, a body. Well, no, because we, we talk when we talk about splitting up like into five cups and then reforming, mm-hmm. we talked about forming five separate smaller clones, right? So, theoretically, so the best you could be is I could the tiny cut my guy. hand off and be a tiny <laughs> sentient thing inside yeah, yeah. somebody's body. Actually, yeah, and have you all could effectively well, that's you another next level. Like you can't be the final boss right off the bat. Well, but like with enough practice control, you could effectively parasite people then with your water, then your liquid form. Drink me. Yeah. Liquid! Metal here. Alice in Wonderland in that cup. Alright, so we can merge with them as long as we don't turn back from our human form. Without that them. would that would kill them. Yes. Yeah. So if that we turn back human, it would kill them. Sure. If we stayed water, then we could intermingle with their blood system and then control them. Alright, that's my last water question. Moving on to Earth, which I actually I don't have like a Earth in the same sense that it normally is. I'm talking about like a literal man that is made of metal. If I can turn my skin metal and then like the metal man from DC Comics. Yes, I was thinking more Man of Steel in a literal sense, but yeah, there's the metal men. They're made. There's no, but like Superman. uh, Superman is in Wolverine. There's the the diamond chick whose name I just forgot. Um, Yeah, his the girl that was featured in X Men Origins. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, whatever. Shitty movie. Um, But (laughs) the the past. So, So if I could turn into a man of metal, like a literal man of metal. What happens when I step under a ma- magnet and I get like, let's say it's like a car magnet, yeah, and I get you're gonna have a bad day, stuck. I would, can I turn back? That was my question. Well, are you made of metal? I'm. I can switch in between, just like the water and the fire guys can turn it on and off. This guy can turn it on. Metal on. Metal off. Metal on. Metal off. Well, yep. no, because then it's either you're the metal manipulation guy or you are metal. And if you are metal, it's gonna you're gonna have a bad time. You don't think I can turn see? It. I would say yes because like even like there's a lot of things 
throughout fiction where they have like a a passphrase or like words that turn them on. And so, well, yeah, if weakness, though. Just yeah, the but same way it that, wouldn't okay. be a weakness if you're stuck to a magnet and you don't want to be. Then it would be. There's positive. your weakness, is magnets. Watch then out don't, for Magneto. Then don't say what's up to Magneto. I mean, that, like that's literally what Wolverine does. Is whenever he wants to fight him, he just doesn't. They're like, don't come. No, because, exactly. You gotta have a, a yeah. even our Man of Steel Kryptonite has to exist. Like you can't just yeah, you can't. Here's my here's my thing with uh, it too is that I if I have metal and I can just kind of like bring it to the surface, yeah, right. Okay. The metal would exist maybe inside of me, and when I'm stuck to that magnet, maybe I can turn my front back into human, but the parts that are attached to the magnet. That I can't would, draw back into myself. So, so here's what I would say with that. That would be different. I think that would kill you. And this is why. Because you must die. you would still be magnetic. And if and if there's any if you're standing one, if you're dumb enough to stand next to a magnet that's big enough to pick up two hundred pounds of metal, then that's just on you. Like you just shouldn't have that power if you're gonna be doing stuff like that. The magnet's like right above <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, it, right right it turns on, you go you straight know, up and yeah, it's basically like right yeah, starting yeah. So Well, yeah. and so that's the thing. So even like let's say you're the metal's just within your body and you move it to the front. Well now you have a bunch of squishy fleshy stuff and then a big metal plate in front of you yeah. and a magnet that's just gonna squeeze you and it's just gonna yeah. kill you. No no no, I'm talking about so the part that's attached to the magnet is still mm-hmm. metal and then everything else is flesh and squishy, so there's nothing in between the metal. Oh well then I would magnet. that part would probably get ripped mm-hmm. off, right? Like uh, separated from the squishy parts. You're gonna get hurt either way. I would, yeah. There would be pain involved. I mean, I don't think that there would be any benefit to turn. Like, if you get caught under yeah. a magnet, there's no benefit to being like, I'm gonna retract only part of the metal, you know? Like, yeah. Because then you're susceptible to other things like bullets and stuff like that, which sure. you wouldn't. Well, be. yeah, because it's like, if you're gonna be elemental, you gotta be, you're made of that element. You're gonna have a weakness. And that's just, <laughs> that's how superpowers work, is you. You can't be all of it. Even Jean Grey ends up getting killed. Like, Unless my superpower is that I have no weaknesses. <laughs> that's dumb. Well, tell you, like, Lady Luck technically doesn't have a weakness. She's really <laughs> lucky. Yeah, that's so a sure she can be killed some way or another. Let's see. Well, I mean, technically, like, like... The adverse of that, too, which I think is kind of... Okay, but what about, like, super healing? Super healing doesn't have... get Marvel on the phone. Any kind of, like... Drawbacks to super healing. I can't really think about it. There's no kryptonite for super healing. You just super heal. Which is technically Wolverine's power. It's not the adamantium. You just can super heal. And you just get hurt even worse. Like, okay, let's. Some That's guy the drawback, do. is that you can just take more pain? No, no. Like, okay, some guy who's a phoenix and he can heal, yeah. but. The thing is, well, okay, until you encounter the guy who can turn you into a splatter of blood, you're not going to be healing after that. Like Deadpool. Did. Deadpool. Yeah, I was like, he got atomized. And he actually was eaten, too, one time by, was it Hulk that or was it, um... Yeah, but he's just comedic. Deadpool is supposed to be a comedic person. He is person. satire. That like, is entirely true. He's just satire. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he can be killed somehow. Well, I mean, even if you did, death is literally in love with him, so death would probably just be like, oh, what up, honey, dude, how's life? But that's, again, because they they created Deadpool with DC Universe Just to screw with Thanos, honestly. DC Universe. Yeah, death in the DC Universe, she's hot. That's a whole different thing. So, yeah, but for the metal, yeah. Okay, and then um, last question. 
for the whole thing, right? That was my last question for um, Earth. I have electricity, which I didn't really know where to put this. Kind of belongs in the fire, but not really. So okay. it's just his own question. When we're talking about electricity, obviously our bodies are made of electricity. Mm-hmm. So my question is, can I reanimate corpses? And second part of the question, uh, which I guess is technically a separate separate question, but it's kind of short. So uh, can I reanimate cor- uh, corpses is the first part. Uh, and can I transfer memories, since technically all memories are electrical impulses? Interesting. That's like the final boss, like the switch over to the dark side to get the, the super duper powers you gotta train forever for. Like, I'd say, okay, when you say reanimate, you don't mean they're back to life, right? You're just kind of controlling them. Like their body's just... Yeah, but that's but I, I by that question I meant like I control their body with electricity. Yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. You're putting an electrical impulse in their brain yeah. and you're moving them around. Zombie army now, cool. Yeah. Um, but which if I'm doing that, yeah. I'm then technically implanting thoughts so that they can move semi-autonomously. Those are your. Well, I'm still supplying the electricity. Thoughts. Exactly. Yeah, they're not which, back to life. Like, which goes into the. I know. I, I know it's not back to life, but it goes into the second question of can I plant memories? Because I'm planting thoughts now. Um, that's that's really something where you get so good that you're like. Controlling the electricity and the hippocampus and like transferring your memories to somebody else? Transferring anything. Like if I want if I want to make you have a memory of third grade. Like total when recall you, stuff. When okay, you when so you like dance in front of the class and weird in front of a tutu. Blade runner Just we made up your memories. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> um so you imagined it and you pull it from your hippocampus put it and you put your hand on my head or something and zap now it's in my hippocampus sure you gotta be like really good but you're saying like it's possible uh, I don't know I wonder if it should be cause that's like crazy to get to the point of like brain manipulation that you have an understanding of how electrical signals work in that way mm-hmm on a molecular level, like, you're rewiring the myelination in someone's brain, like, that's... I mean, we're, as humans, without electrical powers, getting there. Like, there's been studies on snails where they've been teaching the snails how to do things without actually teaching them how to do things. Really? Kind of implanting okay. them. Okay, well, now and that is true. Okay, out. is they have, they, and then they have developed chips that they put into mice, or, yeah, they're implanting thoughts into their brains and now it's on a simpler level with mice or snails and we're not to the human point yet but okay so then in the fictional realm i'm electricity guy and i'm so good then yeah but that's like final boss move yeah electricity super crazy good um yeah you've gotten to the point where you figured out the types of electricity um and how to manipulate them so Maybe eventually, but you better train. See, I would say no for the first... Okay, well, yes, but... Okay, so as far as reanimating people, I would say yes, Like, but it would definitely be more zombie army style. Um, and then I think it would actually come down more to... I think it would ha- take a lot more effort than having an autonomous zombie army, though, because I think it would come down more to, like, okay, you're actually 
having to contract this muscle or like continue to, because the body won't, once it's dead, it doesn't start to regulate things. And the only reason I would think that currently is because like, even as humans now, we currently already, like, if I rub my sock on the floor and then I touch Blake, like, it's going to zap him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's multiple stories of people repeat, like, people have been hit by multiple accounts of lightning and survived it. I've heard that the, the myth that lightning only strikes once is just that, a myth. It's, that yeah, it's actually more likely for you to get zapped again in the same space because it's electrically charged. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's actually a video I watched of this dude who got zapped twice in a row in the same CCTV footage. Um, yeah, RIP that guy. Like, anybody survived, but he survived. Yeah. And so, technically, as humans, we already... So, not RIP. So, un-RIP. Rest yeah. Rever- yeah, so, actually, uh, PIR, I guess, yeah. Um, no, Rep. R- Scott R- and Pacho. Rest in life. <laughs> yeah. Or R-O-L. Rest of life. True, actually. That was dumb. <laughs> he said that and he's like what? I think I feel like, like I didn't control this I feel like that's on par <laughs> with the pickle Spongebob comment from earlier I feel yeah, like that was same. that was funny though because I had to I, I feel like that was because I'm never gonna have that opportunity again so. you you brought up a dad joke I brought up just good cringe <laughs> just I don't know. cringe so um, anyways so were... so anyways I would say no as far as like reanimating stuff or if you do it would be so simplistic as is because we we should be able to do that now. Like there should be some test I can do now where I can just go get a lot enough electricity or power, just not being able to control it and test that. And yeah. the fact that somebody hasn't done that already on like a mouse or uh, whatever a wet noodle, like I would say probably is not something that's very obtainable. Yeah, um, I mean I guess the the issue lies in if you look at people who have been struck by lightning. Yeah. As soon as lightning enters the body, it kind of paralyzes the muscles, right? So you're talking about, um, like, it doesn't require a lot of electricity to run our bodies. Yeah. It requires a very small amount of electricity. A very specific amount. Right. But because yeah. we're made of water, we're a conduit for that stuff. And so whenever you get something above, even something that can come out of an outlet, which isn't that much it's energy not. in the grand scheme of things you're talking about serious repercussions for it. Well, you think so, of Frankenstein. It, like, that's actually effectively what we're kind of talking about now is so... Yeah. If, yeah, so I, I actually, yeah, so directly I would say no to the first question because that is something that I think is even present day testable just with what we have currently. Was Dr. Frankenstein going through the grave and like, what's the best penis for my monster? <laughs> Yeah, just big old horse. No. Um, <laughs> How many of these comments? Dr. Victor Frankenstein. We have ex- picking out penis. We've expanded <laughs> from doing a stupid intro to having the whole thing is stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, no. This is going to be the best. This is the fan favorite. One Piece characters. Yeah. As one of the fans of this podcast, like, this is the fan favorite. So. Okay. Um, and then... It, Short answer for the second one, as far as implanting memories, I, I 100%, yeah, I think yes, but that would be some, like, end level, yeah. you just turned 9,000 years old. You're the final mic. boss. Yeah, that would take so much practice, because Get one, you would have skills. to understand the human brain well yeah. enough to even know how it is, one, organized, like yeah. you said, like the hippocampus. Yeah, we don't like, even have to know actually that. Know. We don't yeah, even we don't know, know the anything. type of electricity we don't know anything or the millivolts that it takes 
for a memory. We yeah. just know how it travels and where it travels. We don't to. literally. All we know that is that if we give you enough substances and random stuff, something will happen to your brain. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, but uh, no, there. I, yeah, yeah, there is still quite a bit of stuff that is unknown about the brain. But you would also have to assume that. As a person that can control electricity, you would have some kind of sense. Okay. Right? Well, so in that regard... But again, that's just being me me being biased. Like, I... Ultimately, like, I... If you guys have ever watched Mythbusters... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Green Hornet episode? Yeah. So where the... A long, long time ago, yeah. The actor comes onto the show, and the Mythbusters are disproving all the stuff from the show, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, my sidekick's really smart, and, like, he just kind of keeps making up excuses. I don't want to be that guy. No. So that's why I don't really argue a whole lot with your guys' perceptions. I'm just going to, like, all right, well, you know, whatever you guys say. I'll just let you be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think you're wrong, but... um, All right, well, that's... That's it for Super Hypotheticals Episode 4. That episode was fire. Dr. Victor Frankenstein finding penises (laughs) right now. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Thank you guys for taking some time out of your day to listen to us. If you have any comments or critiques for us, or you want to just be a little bit more interactive with other people who also listen to the show, all of these episodes will be uploaded to YouTube so you can be interactive in the comments section. We will also be uploading all of these to Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Music, or wherever you guys get your podcasts. So be sure to like and give us a review, and we will see you guys next week. Out with the boys!